0: what's up welcome back once again once again terminus tight beats you gonna wow tonight you following up thanks Juan thank you thanks Juan We got a special one for y'all tonight. We got a guest. They're named Vara. They make crazy music. We got an interview, too. But yeah, I'm going to put on for y'all for a little bit. I don't know I'll put some jammings. Bangra You already know I play this man's music way too much Every track is crazy. interview though in a second. I learned some stuff for it. I hope y'all are gone to too.
1: too. <laughs>
2: It's it's been a while. Um, just been um, making music for a long time, eighteen years. Okay, okay, that's that's
0: that's a few. Um, let's let's start with the with the absolute basics here.
2: Okay, what's your favorite way to say your artist name? Okay, so I like Zavara, but I also like Zara. Those two. Those two are the main ways to say it, but uh, there's a couple other ways to say it. But yeah, Zara and Zavara,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and that's that's the main the main
0: name that you're you're producing under right now. Do you have other kind of aliases or anything that you're working on? Redacted. <laughs> no. Awesome. Absolutely. Coming soon on. Unable to say. Um yeah so you so you've been added for for 18 years now that's that's super good what was the what was the beginning like what was your your first exposure to to electronic music and kind of like what were you
2: what were you listening for you said what was i uh, what was i what for what were you listening to kind of
0: just before you started listening to electronic music and kind of like what was your your intro and your starting
2: point um, so, okay, so what I was listening to at the time was, uh, I was listening to a lot of, um, the soundtrack for Midnight Club 2. That's really what got me into electronic music, like, real heavy. And also some of my... Yeah. And, and some of my friends at the time, um, they were listening to, like, and this was, like, 2003 or so. I was, like, 10 years old, so... Uh, we we were listening to, like, uh, Robert Miles... Um, you know, people like that. Uh, you know, a lot of Trance, a lot of Paul Oakenfold. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, we picked up Midnight Club. Well, my mom had actually got me Midnight Club, too, for the PS2. And then that's really when things started coming into play. Like, that's when I really was like yo i want to do this i want to do this i was listening to felix the house cat and mistress barbara those were the first two people that i really was like deeply out yes (laughs) and then you know i found out that felix the house cat is from illinois so that you know that even made it better so um i picked up fl studio 4.3 i believe and what was called Fruity Loops? Oof. Yep, yep.
0: Going all the way back.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a while ago. <laughs> but yeah, I um picked up FL, I picked up Fruity Loops, and um. I just, you know, I wanted to make, I wanted to make techno. I wanted to actually make hard techno. That was more my thing too, because like when I, when I was listening to them, I also was listening to some of the harder people, like, uh, like uh, Brain Twenty One. They were on mm-hmm. the soundtrack. Uh, Michael the Brain, Brain Twenty One, people like that. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's um. So yeah, trans hard techno and techno and house or like my real introduction to electronic music, flat out. So,
0: with your your interest specifically in in hard techno, what was the what was that sort of like like was that supported IRL around you? Like, I know kind of kind of like here in, in in Atlanta, there's not really are these back when I was first getting into stuff there wasn't really a lot of people that were listening to hardcore there wasn't a lot of people that you know you could really ask about you know like like the new whatever sort of you know harder than Paul Oakenfold type release did you kind of have that same thing going or were other were your friends kind
2: of on that same page with you um I kind of I kind of um on my music journey it was a little bit I was a little bit alone when it came to the production. I never really, I mean, I was so young that it was like, you know, like, I'm just just, now learning the internet and, you know, stuff is just now becoming a thing. Like, um, yeah, I didn't, I I was kind of, I was kind of off doing my own thing. I I didn't really like have a community or anyone who even knew what hardcore or hard techno or any of those were really. Mm -hmm. Except the couple songs that, you know, some of my friends had. Just just through
0: osmosis of like Midnight Club, them just playing that and being able to pick that out, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) So what was the what was happening in your if if you can remember, in your sort of production or just when you were really starting to make sense of Fruity Loops, figure out what you're doing production wise, what was that moment that it's like, okay, I've got it. I'm gonna be making like like hard techno, like this is a real thing for me. It's not just wanting to do it, you're actually in there.
2: Um I, hmm, I've had a I've had a strange relationship with um with like Genres, because like, I'm the I'm the producer that actually I was into like everything. Like I, you know, I was I was trying to make some everything. Um, I I don't don't exactly remember. Really
0: expanded out then, truly, where it's like what were you working on that was the moment that you realized oh well I'm just a a producer in general like like, this is really sure I'll spend hours of my life doing this all the time because I've finally been able to do like X, Y, and Z if there even was a moment like that for you
2: um yeah it's it's been so long that a moment like that would probably be a little bit hard to remember. I think, um, you know what? Um Here's an interesting story. I haven't really told this much, but, um, I think when I was somewhere in my teens, yeah, somewhere in my teens, I was actually like, I had that moment. It's kind of hard to remember exactly, but I do remember when I started making techno, and it actually started making sense, and it you know it wasn't underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. I remember that moment, like, um, but I don't know. I'm just I, I'm just music obsessed. Like you know, I just do it all the time. <laughs> like, so yeah, I don't I don't exactly remember like that about that. So kind of shifting what's
0: let's let's talk about other black musicians just just in in general what sort of info do you think people need to have about black music right now info that they need to have about black music um. black electronic music just just Tools, things that people should know to to break the cycle that we're seeing in predatory like labels and labels and, and, and publications, etc.
2: All all of that. Um, I mean, you know, indie is the way to go right now. Like, you know, just be independent. No um, label life. Yeah. Yeah, or or you know, or you know, working with a label that's already like you know do that into that. Like they already. You know they already know like you know it's yeah yeah fair. Fair. <laughs> um tools i would say BlackBandcamp.info is a pretty pretty nifty tool right now um Absolutely. it's a, yeah basically what black for those who don't know black bandcamp is basically a, a database of all black um artists and um it expands all across like all genres it's, I think it's mostly electronic music, though. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, you can submit on there. I'm pretty sure you can uh, contact them. And you can get in there, too. You know, you can get in the database. And then it also is integrated into Bandcamp. If you type Black Bandcamp um, on Bandcamp, it'll bring that up. It'll bring up, like, a specific tag that they made on Bandcamp. Just to showcase has, like, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on there too, so. Absolutely. But yeah, just, you know, there, there's a lot of things like, you know, like black band camp and just, you know. Also, I'd say this too, like, you know, like when people be having like questions and stuff, like you can hit me up. You can DM me like straight up. like Absolutely. You know. That's that's
0: so important to start encouraging people to just reach out directly and and not have like every communication facilitated by other services. Right? No middlemen and all that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be the 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 main way that people people start doing really good stuff again and a, and a scenes like a viable scene starts forming once you can actually just like I don't know, artists or people, again, musicians or just, like, somebody that you can reach out to and be
2: like, hey, what do you think about Blah? <laughs> You're right. It's super good. Yeah, I got I got some people that, um, like, I, I can hit them up. You know, I, I got, you know, there's an artist that's, like, way bigger and I can actually just inbox them and be like, hey, what you think about Blah, Blah, Blah? You know, so, you know, it's, it's good to spread the info, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah, it's... <laughs> It's the only way this stuff continues forward like like i don't know it just i think that there was such a there there was such a push to to like deitize electronic musicians like in that in that weird edm way of just like this is a person that is just because they they touch knobs they are above and like like I don't know. It, it became weird, and it's like no.
2: Like just talk to people. Yeah, I know what you. I think I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, like they, it's like they. It's like they. It's like they're on a like on a platform, like a like a high horse type of
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally just putting people on a pedestal so you can sell it better. Yeah, yeah. So what's the future? look like for you right now in terms of of just just music. Music as a whole. Where are we going? Mm, Where are we
2: going? (laughs) We're going to... (sighs) There's so many... I have so... Okay, y'all. Look. I have so many projects. I told y'all I've been been doing (laughs) doing this for 18 years. I have projects from 2009 that are so still good they're still amazing and so what i've been doing is just getting everything done i want to get all my music done uh Mm -hmm. this year but what we got coming though um just a lot of banging ass techno a lot of like mature techno a lot of hardcore techno there's all types of stuff let's go (laughs) There's all there's all sorts of stuff. I also got um, um, you know, I I do the footwork too. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was one uh, of my first I,
0: introductions to you. Actually, was uh, snap two. Oh
2: yeah, nice, a nice
0: album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, snap three will be coming out soon Ooh, too. Just so. wait for
2: it. <laughs> and Astrid, a, you heard it here first. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that one's gonna be pretty wild because uh, I, I've been kind of saving because number three i gotta i gotta show out for that one so yeah Absolutely. Snap three coming out soon um i got some i got a bunch of projects i'm doing with a couple labels and uh we'll be doing we'll be releasing physicals hey congratulations <laughs> so that's another that's another uh secret or exclusive yes um. Yeah, I just I like to. I, I I love just different genres. I love like exploring. You know, it's fun. Like,
0: <laughs> what's a, what's an album? Not not an album, but what's a style that you've been wanting to, even wanting to work on? Um, like, what's something
2: that you haven't done yet that you're kind of kind of eyeing? Um, uh, there isn't any style I haven't done. no. <laughs> no. Okay, now okay right okay singing album win um i'm gonna do some tibetan nah that's what i'm saying (laughs) like like let's let's hear it tibetan singing bowl music nah um um i don't know i've I've done a lot of genres um i think i want to explore more of more jazz more fusion jazz to be specific i love fusion jazz and i love right. japanese influenced jazz music like mm-hmm. yeah that, that's probably what i would like to do because like i've done so many like different genres it's like you know it's actually a challenge too to do different genres like like i like to yeah, they end myself. up using
0: completely different parts of your brain for certain stuff like yeah like it gets it gets interesting seeing what sort of overlap there is with just certain production techniques and this and that. But like you're not going to you're not going to have the same experience trying to sequence out like game lawn or something like
2: that versus just a house track. Right. Right. It, it causes you to. Yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting. Like it just it causes you to really think like, you know, see stuff in different contexts. So what sort of what sort of production techniques and, and whatnot
0: have you been have you been exploring lately? Oh, snap. Production sort of techniques? Playing, yeah. What sort of synths you playing with? What sort of like like little little tricks are you figuring out that's helping?
2: Oh, um, <laughs> turning the hi-hats down. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Turning the fucking hi-hats down. No, but for real. Um, So some of the techniques I've been doing. Um. So one thing I, I do a lot is uh well I use a SonarWorks reference the headphone edition. Um, okay. I actually don't use monitors. I use the headphones to mix and um, uh-huh. the SonarWorks headphone edition, the reference um, that actually calibrates your headphones to simulate uh, monitors. So that's, really that's fascinating. Okay. So that's something I do. <laughs> Do you do
0: you do you have have any sort of idea how it does that?
2: Yeah, um, it basically takes a it takes a profile. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, like it takes a uh, your headphones and it has a profile of them, and um, it measures like it, it knows like the the, re- the response, the frequency response yeah, yeah, that the, yeah. you know each headphone gives off, and then it'll flatten the curve so that um, you know like the the certain special characteristics that come with the headphones, it'll like like say if something has producer talk over, warning producer talk warning <laughs> right. frequency so, ranges here. Say so your headphones have a have a high end that's over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to mix clearly because you don't know what the real sound exactly, is. Yeah. And this program basically levels the playing field it flattens it out so it's like this is what the sound actually sounds like so you can mix it and it will sound like this everywhere else pretty that's, much that's pretty incredible I, I i really need to look
0: into that myself yeah, it like, like i'm not in a uh, in a particularly monitor
2: friendly environment right now
0: and right and it's just, yeah well, monitors yeah, is cool. just
2: and it's just like you really gotta have your, your room set up like people be buying monitors and just putting them anywhere them. and that's like yeah. <laughs> you're gonna mess up your sound though so that's why i just use sonar works and then oh, the you know krks <laughs> right i mean i, w- I wish you didn't have to do all that what is it called again um Psycho not, not psychoacoustics. Um I, I wish you didn't have to treat your room like and do all the extra stuff. Like, wish you could just get some speakers and make some music. But yeah. you know, it it don't work like that.
0: I'm um, sure there's somebody that'll try to sell you a pair that'll
2: say they'll do just that. <laughs> right, right. Um, some more techniques, I would say, yeah. is um it, this is a tricky one too. I would say removing low end or really bassy frequencies, we're basically removing sub frequencies out of sounds that don't need it at all. So what I mean is, for example, like uh, if you have a clap or a hi-hat, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Uh,
2: sometimes in like some of these like sample packs and you know kits and stuff, when you play the sound, You'll look at the low end of the equalizer, and you'll see low end, and you're like, huh? This doesn't need this. The only thing that really needs low end is your sub and your kick. Yeah. And, you know, synth and, you know, some stuff that maybe has a natural bassy element. But otherwise, it's like, you know, I've just been scooping out unnecessary frequencies in the low end. I've been scooping out unnecessary high frequencies too So like the f- like the 5k range I kind of uh, scoop out a little bit Or I, like make a little dip Because mm-hmm. um, that range right there That 5k um, hertz range Is where your hearing is the most sensitive And so You're hearing that the loudest So if you kind of turn it down Then you can turn everything else up got you got you
0: see this is this is all news <laughs> to me as well oh. this is
2: yeah so you probably know by now but always this is fantastic Hey, it, it took me so many years to learn how to make like like when I started I had no idea what mixing really was I was just leveling for uh-huh. years for like uh-huh. 15 16 years <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I'm, I'm
0: pretty much just now starting to uh to really take it seriously, really started considering like, okay, well, it, it, like, like we got to get everything below a certain threshold. We got to start corralling things and really, I don't know, like just paying more attention to that instead of hoping that the mix down is just right on the first try every time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or fixing it in
2: the master. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're trying to fix it in the master but yeah that also applies the low end the the thing I said about the uh, frequencies you can also when you scoop out some of the low end that's also how like in trap beats and certain uh, tracks that's also how they get their tracks super loud it's because they're taking that low end and and cutting it out so that it's not so it doesn't get distorted when you raise it up that loud with a limiter so that's another thing
0: (laughs) Makes a lot of sense actually, because that's that's really all you're trying to do is just get rid of whatever is on un- any sort of unnecessary signal, so you can boost everything.
2: Yeah, yeah and it's eat just... this, eat this. Been they they've been showing me so much stuff. Like we we just been vibing. <laughs> so many techniques. Yeah, they've been doing the. um They've been doing the.
0: It's not a sample pack competition but it's like the the the, the hour the challenge. The 2 hour. Two hour. Oh, yeah, the 2 hour challenge, yeah.
2: Yeah, the 2 hour um sample challenge, yeah. 2 hour sample challenge. Been been meaning to to get in on that, but that
0: that's just like a really good good social tool, really to get in, share stuff, have a have an excuse to learn and apply it like immediately.
2: Right. I so, think there's one this Thursday. I think no, I mean, Friday. No, Friday. Uh, it's usually either, it's either Thursday or Friday. It depends on who's busy and blah, blah, blah. But we've been doing them uh, every two weeks for like a year and a half. Yeah. Almost two years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They've they been, they been going ham in there. They don't play, but yeah.
0: I need to get a, a site together for that. I need to have right. like a like a a repository of all the old sample packs and stuff like yeah yeah that would be crazy that'd be really cool so i hear you make games as
2: well is that right yes yes i'm I'm dabbling in the game development um i'm learning i'm just trying to be a better game developer really (laughs) um yeah. Uh, Tell right us now. about that. Okay. Um. Pretty much. Right now, um, I've been building a bunch of prototypes, but uh, I'm working on two games. Uh, one is a horror, and one is a uh, space survival game. hmm And so, yeah, I'm, I'm using C Sharp, which is a programming language, and then I'm using a video game engine called Unity. And yeah, I just, you know, I just create, you know, just get lost in the, in the, get lost in the games, <laughs> pretty much. You want to tell us about the, uh,
0: the kind of concepts you're going for here with the, with two games? Uh, yeah, sure.
2: Um, I actually, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll elaborate a little on, uh, the two. So, um, I'm working on a game called Odyssey. That's the working title, right? probably gonna change because Odyssey is already a name (laughs) but um, I'm working on a space survival game called oddity and um, it's about a volcanologist who gets trapped on another planet outside of earth and um, it's a multi it's a multi biome planet um, so it has a lot of different environments on the planet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's primarily a a superheated planet so um, you're mostly dealing with lava and high temperatures and heat and you know heat and like flame monsters and stuff like that. But yeah, basically it's a it's a it's a survival and sandbox game. So if you nice. think of think of like Star Citizen, think of No Man's Sky, think of you know space games like that. I'm drawing mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration from uh, No Man's Sky. This actually that game actually started as I was gonna make it a mod for Sky because um right now No Man's Sky doesn't have lava in the game. And so I never realized that actually it doesn't. It just has like a <laughs> hard floor. Yeah bottom. like a like a lava looking floor. And I always was like annoyed with that. I was like you know well I actually always like I've always been like infatuated with like lava, volcanology, the study of volcanoes. Mm-hmm, stuff like that mm-hmm. and I wanted to put that into No Man's Sky but then I was like you know what let me just make my own game and so I started programming my own game and uh just been working on it for about uh on and off like really on and off cause like I'm learning everything from scratch by myself yeah I was um, gonna say uh, you've got you're learning
0: that but you've also got all the music stuff going on simultaneously so that's that's really impressive to have any sort of workflow going toward the game
2: yeah it is I mean stuff is as, as I've been getting more busy with the music though I've been kind of having to put some of the music stuff on the side just I mean some of the some of the game stuff on the side just to you know just to focus but you know I just you know on and off like just keep working on my games um yeah I'm just keep working on them but yeah still a learning process that sounds like you've got it
0: but you're at the prototyping stage, and you're still a team of one at this point on your
2: games, all solo development. Yeah, right now it's just me, but um, I, I want to be smart about this and probably look to hire some help or bring someone aboard when I get deeper into the more complex stuff. Um, Mm-mm. mostly though, like for stuff like procedural generation, uh, algorithms, um. And, and you need that math degree to come into play, <laughs> or yeah, or data structures, somebody exactly. <laughs> but yeah. So, do you
0: um, notice any sort of overlap with your producer brain and your video game developer brain?
2: Yeah, there's uh, stuff. There's some. There's there's a cool. There's like this weird cool technique I have actually. Um, so when I make okay when i'm making a game i actually will open up fl studio and design sound effects first Mm. or i'll draw or i'll draw something and then i'll make the sound effect like what what kind of sound would this drawing reference yes (laughs) And then, um, and then that's when I uh, model it, or that's when I start putting it into the game. But usually everything starts off with a sound effect, and that helps me easily be able to create stuff. Like if I think of a, if let's say if I make a, a slime swishing sound or something, I instantly, as me just saying that, I instantly thought of like the model, like the, the, the sprite. Yeah. Yeah. As a, yeah. <laughs> so, so, it's like it's it's like they go hand in hand. They help. the producer side dramatically helps out the developer side, the game developer side. So <laughs> that's really that's that's really
0: interesting. Being able to develop outward from the audio design. Of it like that, that really gives you like functionally unlimited inspiration and options from that point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wicked. (laughs) Well, we're starting to come up on time here. Um, You were saying you had. All sorts of different projects you're working on earlier, and your physical releases, etc. But I feel like you couldn't talk too much about that. But was there anything you wanted to shout out? Anything you wanted to put us on before we get into your mix here?
2: Hmm. No, not really. Just uh, just be on the lookout. Hey, make sure y'all follow me on Bandcamp. Yes, that is popping. Pop- is my Bandcamp is popping? So it's zara z v r r a dot bandcamp dot com you heard it here fuck with them
0: give them all your money for all their tracks put another (laughs) fire on there i swear give me all the money (laughs) Uh. well thank you so much for your time no doubt. All your answers, giving us your thoughts on all this stuff. It's a pleasure to have you. And we're gonna get right to it. This is a guest mixed by Zavara on terminal type beats. Shouts out Data Fruits. Shouts out you for listening. Shouts out Zavara for being here. Let's get it. Get it. <laughs>
3: Jumping
2: at that pussy okay, I wanna make you a wife Shady, I am not a rookie yeah. They overlook me You're a Korean child Pussy boy, you a child Your girl, i a like
3: a i like the cherry on a jack huh. Feeling like that on the crack huh. That was a metaphor, I am too do crack You be bam. Yeah. I got a a rat
2: Damn. She don't know me, so cool inside, look I'm a mochi She's in the paragraph, I in the mochi I'm like messy, I need a trophy Damn, belong to winner. Shotty be glued to the floor, she is Pull it
3: that's cut up, I'm ready for dinner She's leaving she is. forgotten Damn, huh. that's like a... I got a cheek I'm the pillow
0: The incredible mix. Bless everybody for listening tonight. I'm really glad y'all enjoyed this one. I love putting these on for y'all. We're going to be back week after next. The 16th. Yeah. Shouts out Data Fruits. Shouts out Brian Botez for the flyer design as well. He made a fantastic template that I'm going to be using. This show will be archived so you can listen again and again this summer. Be doing these and working the next day. Hope y'all can sleep good too, though. Bless y'all.